No one is good except God alone. That sounds so absolute, and our human reason rushes to take exception to it. But the one who said it was Jesus, and he spoke truly. If you want to look for goodness, you're only going to find it in God and whatever reflects his nature. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God's word and we respond to him in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. If you're new here, I invite you to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast provider. All of us are followers here. We're listening to God. We're learning to reflect on his word and then pray it back in response to him. In season three, we're praying through the Psalms, and we're in the middle of learning to pray the longest one, Psalm 119. The 22 sections of this Psalm are each exactly eight verses long, and every section has the same letter of the Hebrew alphabet starting every line, so we call this an acrostic poem. The ninth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Tet, and the ninth stanza of Psalm 119, verses 65 to 72, starts every line with the letter Tet. We'll talk a little more about that in a minute. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message that we are paying attention to in these first 15 minutes to the rest of our life. We follow a four-step process, and you can find details about that at wordofprayer.com. We've commented before that on the surface, the lines of Psalm 119 sound similar, and when you read it at length, it can sound repetitive. Augustine noticed this too over 1,500 years ago, and he said there is a great depth or profoundness here that's hidden under an apparent simplicity on the surface. Well, we're going to start listening to Psalm 119 verses 65 through 72 right now, so listen to these words. You have done good to your servant, Yahweh, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and understanding, for I have trusted your commandments. I was suffering before, and I went astray, but now I keep your spoken word. You are good, and you do good. Teach me your statutes. The presumptuous smear lies on me, but I keep your precepts with all my heart. Their heart is insensitive, like it's covered with fat, but I take delight in your teaching. It is good for me that I was afflicted, because I learned your statutes. Better for me is the teaching you spoke than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Did you hear the one word in this stanza that's repeated multiple times? The common Hebrew word good, tov, is used in five of the eight verses of this stanza in the lead position. That's the first word of each line. We find it in verse 65, 66, 68, 71, and 72. Boker tov is a Hebrew expression that means good morning. That's how you greet people in the morning. And mazel tov, which is actually not the way it's always pronounced. Mazel tov should be the literal expression, but it's a common word that's used at Jewish weddings, and it is translated, it means good fortune. Let's meditate on this stanza from Psalm 119 for a few minutes. First of all, there's an affirmation, verse 65. You have done good to your servant, 
Yahweh, according to your word. What God does is good because he is good. His word to us is a good word. So we pray, as verse 66 teaches us, teach me good judgment and understanding, for I have trusted your commandments. Before you start to think that this is a theology lesson taught from a classroom, this prayer brings us back to real life in the next verse, verse 67. I was suffering before, and I went astray, but now I keep your spoken word. The prayer to God, who is good, who has done good, comes from adversity. It comes from affliction and sinfulness. The psalmist says, I went astray. And besides verse 67, we hear it again in verse 69 about opposition, and then in verse 71 about affliction. So it comes up several times in this stanza. This is a prayer that comes from the trenches, from the front lines of fighting the battle to believe, to have faith in a good God. And so verse 68 sums it up. It says, you are good and you do good. Teach me your statutes. This, to me, is the heart of the stanza, the fourth line overall. Everything else said comes from this. God, make this our prayer today. You are good, and you do good. Teach me your statutes. We're not done yet, though. There's a lot of noise and distractions. Verse 69 and 70. The presumptuous smear lies on me, but I keep your precepts with all my heart. Their heart is insensitive, like it's covered with fat, but I take delight in your teaching. The presumptuous in verse 69 remind us of the same group back in the Zion stanza, the previous episode in verse 51. In fact, the same word is used for this group of people. And what is it that they're doing? Smearing lies on me. This word is the same word that was used for smearing plaster on something or putting paste on it. They're literally trying to smear their lies instead of the truth and make me look different than what is the reality. And that's what the presumptuous or the proud who are set against God, that's what they do. They try to push or market their own version of the truth. They try to make the righteous look bad. What kind of heart is that coming from? It's a heart that's insensitive to God, one that, to use the figurative expression of the psalmist, that's covered with fat, that is insulated from God's goodness. You cannot reach it. There's nothing that's going to soften this heart, just covered with a layer of fat, and it's insensitive. That's really what the psalmist is trying to say here. But really, his ultimate focus isn't on how bad they are. But the real focus is on delighting in God's teaching. Here's how the stanza ends. It is good for me that I was afflicted because I learned your statutes. Better for me is the teaching you spoke than thousands of gold and silver pieces. The path to faith 
has not been smooth. There have been afflictions. The poet can say, though, I have learned your statutes. Can you say, though, the same thing that he says at the end, that I consider your teaching God better than thousands of gold and silver pieces? God is good, and he does good. His word to us is good. If you look around now and you don't see God's goodness, or you can't find much good in your present situation, look first at your heart. Are you being insulated or blocked from seeing what God calls good? Are you being blocked from receiving God's goodness? The other reality is if you are in the midst of affliction and adversity and you can't really see any good in it, maybe it's because God isn't done yet. You haven't yet heard his final word because when he's done, he'll say, it is good. Just like he did in Genesis 1. When he was done with creation, he said, it is good. Whenever God is finished with his work, he works all things together for his good. And he says, it's good. Let's pray together. God, you are good and you do good. Grow your goodness in my heart. Call me back from going astray. Speak up for me in adversity. Comfort me in affliction. Teach me your goodness. Teach me your good word. Work on my heart and help me take delight in your teachings. I will see your goodness. Amen. It may seem like a simple message today to say the simplest thing, a true thing about God in prayer can take an incredible effort though. You can recite someone else's truths from memory with the mouth, that's not hard. But to affirm the truth with your heart, to live it out in practice, that's impossible without some supernatural help from God's Spirit. Call on God to make his goodness known to you today. And also, consider writing out this stanza by hand. I'm going to again emphasize and invite you to do this practice. Focus on one of the verses as you write out the whole stanza. Focus on one of the verses that speaks to you. Maybe it's one you wouldn't have even picked or thought of before getting into the practice. But as you get into it, just something about it. God speaks to you in it. And just receive that word. If there's not something that comes up for you, I would invite you to memorize verse 68 and repeat it to yourself. You are good and you do good. Teach me your statutes. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is at wordofprayer15 for getting daily prompts for praying the Psalms and writing out scripture. We also have a Facebook page for community resources, and we've got a redesigned website at wordofprayer.com. So there's lots of resources to help you keep growing closer to God and praying scripture. Consider supporting us through our Patreon page. You can also get a copy of God Help Me Grow, learning to pray through the Psalms on Amazon or through our link in the show notes. Remember God's goodness and seek Him with all your heart.